Hello. This is his residence. He is just awake and having his breakfast. Can I take the message? Wait a minute. It's Mr. Deering. Give it to me. I'll talk to him, darling. Chloe hands the telephone to him. Uh, Yes, Deering. Put them off. Today? I'll make some arrangements. I'm at breakfast now. Call me in an hour. Papa puts the telephone down, stares blankly ahead in silence. What is it? Any worries? Deering is a nuisance. He's... he's not diplomatic. Somebody wants to be paid for something, and I've got to get fifty thousand dollars together at once. He says it can't be put off any longer. I might be indicted or or something. Why, this is humiliating. Humiliating. Why don't you use our money? I've used Chloe's. I can't touch Doris's until she's twenty-one. It is in trust until then. How disagreeable. How unkind of Grandfather to fix Mama's money like that. Never mind. You shall have it in a year, darling. I won't live a year if this keeps up. Papa wipes his eyes. I'm being persecuted. I can't stand unpleasantness. We must get married. Having spoken at the same time, Doris and Chloe both hold up little fingers and formally join them in the rites of wishing. Shakespeare. Milton. Pins. Needles. The rites have been performed. Their hands fall apart. Now, if my wish comes true... Oh, my darling daughters, I'm a great trouble to you. Nonsense. You're the dearest, wisest. Best, sweetest. Noblest. Most wonderful. Man in the whole world. You really are, Papa. And it is our duty to get married right off. That would help the debts, wouldn't it? With either Mr. Roderick or Dick as a son-in-law, I could manage very well. With a little tact, I could borrow anything from anybody then. We'll have to draw straws, Chloe, to see which one marries. My noble girls! Chloe suddenly begins to weep. Dear, darling child, I know what is in your mind, but for my sake... You must not think of it. My poor baby. You must have been a ninny, a sentimental ninny, and I think your baby is a good deal better off without you. The child receives the best of attention, and the governess speaks excellent French. I have seen to that. But my lovely Chloe is too good, too saintly, too tender-hearted. She loves her child. It isn't that. I love Dick. And I must deceive him if I marry him. And that means that I shall never get my baby back again. I'm wronging the man I love. And my own child. Oh, why was I ever born? Oh, why did I ever go with that hateful man to supper, alone? There, there, my darling. It was only your lovely innocence that led you astray. It was only an indiscretion. 
but I ought not to have gone to his rooms unchaperoned. I knew it wasn't exactly conventional. That's what I say. Why did you do it? He was so fascinating. And a very great tenor. And I thought I loved him. Well, after you saw what was going to happen, why didn't you marry him? It is always done, isn't it? My daughter marry an opera singer. I should not have allowed it. Yes, I couldn't marry him, could I? Besides, he had an obscure wife somewhere in Italy.